pay you. Recruit! Huh? Where do you think you're going? Oh, don't worry. I'm from the pension department. I'm just going in to deliver Admiral Hanner's check. Do you have any idea what's going on in there? Sure. I understand completely. You must have a really tough job, Lieutenant. Grabbing hostages isn't very fair. Is it? Uh, uh, Our Space Force would never do something like that. Right. Sure, once in a while we deliver the pension checks late, but we always get them there. Okay, try running a simulation using this. In any case, I, Justy Uweki Tyler, am off to do my duty. Hey, wait! Pension? Is that some sort of code word? He must be a secret agent sent by Admiral Mifune. I'm just going in to deliver the pension! Well now, Mr. Tyler, let's see how you handle this. Welcome to Turning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes in their 40s, seriously, welcome you both, (laughs) talk about anime. I'm just moved to tears, the tears of a man. He's Bill. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm good. If he has to be killed by someone, he'd prefer the handsome one to do it. He's Andy. I actually would. I have a lot of thoughts on that scene. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> a lot of thoughts on that scene. Good. And hey ho, I'm Matt. <laughs> hey hoes. Hey guys. Hey hoser. <laughs> See, I thought it'd be like, hey ho, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> hey everyone. Ho. <laughs> Welcome to TV <laughs> Japanese. We're well, thank here. Thank you. I appreciate, welcome. I appreciate being here. Uh, you know, I appreciate being here, too. You invited me uh, on Matt here. Do- I don't think Matt appreciates being here today. Matt would rather be laying under some sort of warm blanket, sipping tea. No. <laughs> no, I'd rather be talking about Tyler, truly, honestly. <laughs> Matt's not feeling well today. So if Matt's not quite 100% his 100% energetic self, it's because he's under the weather. But he's still kind enough to join us for the second episode of The Irresponsible Captain Tyler, titled, Hey-Ho! The Happy Pensioned Life. Just go into your cabinet and take one of everything you have. Put it it all in a shot glass, throw it back, and then follow it with a gallon of orange juice. Uh, Okay. We at Tuning Japanese do not not endorse the taking of random medicines. Uh, Please see your doctor. My former drug dealer used to call it the Bill Cocktail. Wait, are you talking about... No, that's not a drug dealer at all. Pharmacist. Drug dealer, Mark, same thing. That is not the same thing. That is not yeah. the same thing. That's what he said. Oh, jeez. I, I question that. Hey, this week, we're talking about this episode, uh, the second episode of Captain Tyler. But before we do, does anyone have anything you want to bring up for nerd news? Uh, Wakanda Forever is on Disney+. Plus. It is. I saw it in theaters like a week before it went to Disney+. Plus. I'm glad I waited for Disney+. Plus. Oh. <laughs> Matt, have you seen Wakanda Forever? Uh, no, I haven't gotten around to it. 
Oh, I'm really surprised. You, you're, you're a movie man. I assumed you would have uh, gone down to the the local draft house and gotten yourself a plate of nachos. And mm, nope, that's fair. I I went to go see it in the theater. Bill saw it on on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was a Marvel movie. It was a. It was definitely a Marvel movie. I feel like ah. I have not seen a Marvel movie that has blown me away in a really long time. Maybe Spider Man. It had its moments. The Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special maybe was the the last really good thing I saw. It was fun. I don't know if I call it good, but it was yeah, fun. That was fun. It was the closest thing to really good that they've done in a while. I mean, that's fair, Matt. What, what's uh, what's the last best Marvel thing? Nothing quite as good. As Werewolf by Night has come out for me. Ah, yes, Werewolf by Night. That's fair. I enjoyed Werewolf by Night. I just felt like it was the pilot for a show that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. That's also fair. It is. I watched it five times. Wow. That's a lot, man. I love that. I love that for you. With with friends for most of them. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, fair enough. That's fair. I've got... A Nintendo Direct, to briefly mention, uh, we got our February Nintendo Direct, which was a banger. We got another promo, another video for Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom that comes out in May. There was a shadow drop of Nintendo Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games on the online emulator service, so that was really cool. Uh, and then a shadow drop of Metroid Prime, the original, getting a remaster, and uh, it, was, it was a good Direct, good little Direct, a lot of fun little games that I am excited to uh, to play. Been playing a lot of Game Boy this weekend. Excuse me, I'll look up Shadow Drop. <laughs> Shadow, <laughs> Shadow Drop means, essentially, it was uh, announced and released at the same time. Oh, okay. I never played Metroid, the Metroid Prime game, so I'd be interested in doing that. Um, I played Metroid Prime 1, I never beat it, but it is a fantastic game, and it apparently looks phenomenal on the switch and also runs so much better with modern controls rather than like the old gamecube old style where they didn't realize you could have like you know dual stick controls for like movement and camera movement i played the demo to the metroid game on switch that's my entire back catalog of metroid that's a good game that's a good game it was all right i didn't know if i liked it enough to pay the money for it but no that's fair that's really all I have to say. I could say a lot more, but I'm not going to um, for time's sake here. But uh, yeah, it was a fun little direct and uh, looking forward to a lot of stuff. Matt, anything this week or should we jump into the episode? I'm just very happy that they finally dropped the rest of Monster on Netflix. Naoki Urasawa's Monster, yes. one of my all-time favorite animes. And I encourage anybody who's listening to go and check it out. Is that sub and dub or just one? Just just subbed. Oh, that's unfortunate. I really like the dub. It is a good English dub. If you're looking for that, you can find it other places. The normal places you would look when you're trying to find things uh, that aren't on a, a, a normal streaming service. Yes. Are you talking about pornography? No. We're not talking about Cornhub. <laughs> the pornography hub. The pornography hub. Yes. <laughs> yes, definitely go check out Monster. Monster is great. I watched maybe like six or seven episodes so far, and it's just, it's fantastic. It's great storytelling. Love that series. Speaking of good series, though, I think my faith in anime it might be starting to get restored here as we watch the second episode of The Irresponsible Captain Tyler. First of all, it's my week. I'm excited to talk about this. Spoiler, I love the shit out of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
There's nothing I'd like to hear better. It was fantastic. Are you folks ready? Shall we get into the review? Let's do it. Let's begin. All right. We begin with space and an Evangelion-ass-looking ship. It's all green and purple. Yeah, you know, <laughs> now that you say that, that actually, I, I see that. Yeah, I can, I can, I can more or less see that. Yeah, it's got like bulbousness and, and just, well, just, all of it just like screams like weird alien Evangelion bizarreness. Yep. Considering we see this, the uh, targeting system later that is just eyeballs, like weird green eyeballs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 This, this is the cruiser Durome. Yes. Of from the, the Raldon fleet. Yes. Led by Rubaraba or Rubarb, as we talked about last week, who's giving a briefing about one of the United Space Force's higher ups. An Admiral, I don't think I ever got the Admiral's name. I think I just call him Admiral, Admiral Gramps throughout my notes. <laughs> Admiral, pretty... old guy, Mick retired. <laughs> Hanner is the name you're looking for. Ah, uh, Admiral Hanner. Well, he's apparently a respected former Admiral who's now old and living on a pension. <laughs> we get a shot like yeah. of him in his room. I expect you to go Bon, jo- bon Jovi there. I, it's a missed opportunity. It's too much. <laughs> Let me get this right. So the Ralgons want to send a message to the United Space Force and all humans that the twilight years of a soldier, like that admiral, is a sad sight. Yeah, it's a psyop. They're trying to give it to humans not to fight the war because they're just going to wind up used up. Yes. It's a very confusing, a little bit confusing at first. I'm like, so... What are they going to do? I mean, we'll find out, obviously, in the next bit here what it is. But it's a very strange premise. They're just like, ah, yes, teach the humans that war is bad. This is not a good plan. (laughs) (laughs) Have they met humans? (laughs) Barely a plan. Yeah, beyond (laughs) met humans, it's just not a good plan. This is like an across-level stupid plan. It is. Because these, (laughs) these two guys with pointy ears... (laughs) <laughs> to kidnap one dude and his family <laughs> and say, hey, uh, we'll let these five people go if you just stop war. It's literally <laughs> just male Excel and, and Hyatt. Yeah. Although. Elf Excel. It's like they, they were pretending to be like a different faction, though. Not Ralgon. Yes, we, we will get there. Yeah, they have their own name. So it's a false flag psyop. Weird idea. I wouldn't think that uh, Dome would be involved in that sort of thing from what we've seen of him. Earlier, yeah. being able to talk yeah. frankly with the Empress and whatnot. Seems like a pretty, uh, like a guy who uh, has better things to do. And we don't get the Empress here. A little wacky. Right? Quite a bit wacky. I, And I'm okay with it here. I really enjoyed this stupid plot. Like, it's so <laughs> dumb. It's so dumb. That's why you like this episode so much. It's just an Excel Saga episode. <laughs> it's an Excel Saga episode. That's why I like it. You're 100% right. So, speaking of our main character, Tyler, we go to... I don't know if we were speaking about him, actually, now that I say that transition. Not yet. (laughs) Either way, he's doing VR training in the pension department for some reason. He's playing World of Tanks or something. Yeah, Yeah, they're just playing a video game together. (laughs) Okay, that makes more sense. I thought it was training, and I'm like, why are they doing this in the pension center? Well, I think they're calling it training. Apparently, uh, he got that desk job he mentioned uh, in the first episode, as being something he could get from joining the military. Sometimes I say I'm doing training and I'm just playing Hades on my other screen, so. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes during my prep period at school, I'm just, like, watching YouTube, so it's fine. I get it. That's what I'm saying. 
So he pays his opponent some compliments. This opponent is Sergeant Nautu, Nautu Kim, I think. All right. I've never bothered to learn his name. <laughs> I only found it by Googling. So, and everybody calls him Takun. <laughs> Everyone calls him Takun. No wrong anime. Wrong Naota. Wrong Naota, yes. <laughs> he must have been a real ladies' man, says Tyler. <laughs> okay. I love the fact that Tyler schmoozes everyone. Yeah. Like, I, I find this so sometimes really endearing, sometimes really sneaky, sometimes really horny. I can't tell with him. I don't know that he's schmoozing, per se. I think he's just genuinely nice to everybody. That's That was my read. Is Not that he's trying to get anything from anybody. Not that he's... That's just his personality is to say nice things to people. And Overall, I'd say you're right. But in this particular case, he's buttering this guy up so we'll go easy on him while they're playing it. <laughs> Fair enough. He does, I think he does follow up by saying, like, can you go easy on me now? Sure. Sure, sure, says this character. <laughs> says Takun. Uh, so a video <laughs> message comes in. And it reports that the Admiral's pension check cannot be delivered. <gasps> Tyler is enamored by this. He's like, an Admiral, you say? <laughs> That's a pretty high ranking. Uh, we cut to the city. Really cool city shot. Worn down building. Uh, my favorite part is in this apartment building where this Admiral lives, there's like the sign of a giant blue whale with these really shifty looking eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, the old man's two daughters are feeding him. He must have had those girls really late in life. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. like in his eighties or something, and they're like teenagers. Like teenagers. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's not impossible. No, 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 absolutely not. He's just a Leonardo DiCaprio, is all. Oh, oh, not necessarily. I mean, we don't know that necessarily. Oh, uh, I mean. Uh, so he laments about how. <laughs> He should have died in space so they could just live off his pension, which is so dark. He's like, God, I wish I were dead. Yeah. Man, I'd be worth way more to you dead. There's a lot of social commentary in this episode. I think this is our first one of, like, just old people being like, eh, just kill me. Yeah. Uh, he also reminds me, what is the anime with the old guy that's, like, in his nursing home bed and the nursing home bed, like, goes on a rampage? I don't know what you're talking about. It used to be on... The, the Saturday morning anime all the time. Yeah. Matt? Rujin Z. That's a fucking great pull. From the maker of Akira. Huh. And just, that, that scene reminded me of that. I hate to break it to you, but we will not see that sort of thing in this show. But man, that would have been great. I just, that, that weird Betty's in is like, he's got tubes and stuff stuck on him, so. <laughs> yeah, right. It just made me think of it. Also in the house is Yuriko Star. Yuriko's in the house! I don't know why, but she's just like, I'm going to chill here with the Admiral. Well, I think she's like trying to make it up to him because he doesn't have his check. She's trying to help him. Oh, okay. Yeah. Friend of the family. She, yeah, they said later she's a friend of the family, so... Oh, okay, that's fair. Why do the teenage daughter's shirts both say goods? Because right they got the goods. <laughs> right on the boobs. <laughs> I think you've answered the question, Bill. That's, that's not okay. We should tell them not to wear those. It's like in Dragon Ball Z, where, like, the one dude's, like, wear the hell shirts or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like the demons. Yeah. Just says hell. Which, didn't that, didn't that like, become an ac acronym in, like, the, the, the first version of the dub? Because they're like, we can't just have these demons in hell here. Yeah. They actually changed them somehow. I don't remember if they made, like, a, they, one of they the changed L. the They changed the E into an F. 
That's and now it's was. the home for infinite losers. That's right. Yeah, and F and, and I, yep. That's... And I highly recommend watching the uh, Team Four Star stuff on YouTube. Please do. Yes. It's fantastic. Josh would also approve of that. Yurko assures them that, don't worry, I bet the money is on its way. Spoiler, it will be. Uh, some social <laughs> yeah. commentary here, again, with this idea of, like, veterans just being discarded by their governments. And I'm like, this is actually really heavy stuff for a goofy anime yeah. to tackle. I'm still sort of grappling with what what the tone of this anime is. I don't know. <laughs> Matt? <laughs> Fun? <laughs> Fair. Yes. You know, from the, at this point, uh, yeah, I understand how you're not sure. <laughs> It's like fun while we grapple with the throwing away of human life once it's used, been used up to its yep. capacity in the war machine. Yeah, the failure of one's government to to deal or help those that fought for the country's freedom. It's dark shit. Well, the twins turn as someone enters and they welcome two people that just kind of barge in from what they call the Universal Peace Revolutionary Front. But... That doesn't last long because then they drop boxes with flowers in it and to reveal giant guns, and then they just start <laughs> they just start firing, just start wrecking up the place. And uh, Gramps just keeps on chewing <laughs> because yeah, because they were really here to kill them, they would have just done it, but they're here to cause a scene. Yes. Oh yeah. Get attention. The police and the military show up outside the home, and these ruffians uh, say are some sort of anti-war protesters. We come to find out they're the Ralgon people, of course. Well, they have they have pointed ears as they walk in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they not do. Even, not even covered up as a disguise. The, yeah, the one dude's not even hiding it. The one guy's at least got a hat on, but... No, and sunglasses and whatnot. <laughs> the other guy. So, like, all throughout my notes, I just call one guy the elf and one guy the orc. Because I'm just... They just have that fantasy vibe. They yeah. do, absolutely. I thought I the like same that. thing. I actually absolutely thought the same thing. So they say they want to end war, or Admiral Gramps gets it. What? Don't kill the thing you came here to make the point about. That's not how hostage-taking works. <laughs> uh, we get more social commentary. Uh, they say that war must end because of the ways that they just toss aside their soldiers. So they literally lay it out. They're just like, yeah. you, you send these soldiers to war, and then you forget about them. And I'm like, man, this is just really heavy. I love it. Well, and they are trying to get the message across that don't join the army, people. <laughs> the people watching this I guess that's the plan no that I my assumption is that was the entire plan to to weed out their their army by like getting people to not sign up right fascinating plan it's a bad plan but it's a oh, fascinating plan it's a plan. terrible plan <laughs> uh, they reveal the tube thing that uh, they had on the Ralgon ship and this is when Lieutenant Makoto Yamamoto shows up from yeah. his vacation he's called in and briefed he's on his vacation doing sort of practice Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's a very traditional sort of fellow. He brought his theme song too. Oh, <laughs> I love when side characters get theme songs. What? I mean, who doesn't like to love the vacation of sword fighting on the roof? <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so he starts scanning the home for a weak spot and just finds like a grating or something in the home, like an exhaust pipe or something or exhaust grate. Tyler catches the terrorist tirade in a crowd of people watching on a giant TV. And they're on this tirade about love. Like, the world is about love and peace, or something. I don't know, maybe I got that from uh, another anime. Nope, that's exactly uh, what they say. And then he realizes that, oh, that's the Admiral from earlier. And he's yeah. like, I've got an idea. 
ain't ain't that a piece of luck just yeah wandering to the in in and seeing the person you're supposed to be looking for oh that's yep. where I'm going uh we get an extended scene between Susumu, Fuji and Mifune again uh, measuring dicks for a while I'm over that part of the anime already I don't care enough about either of them yet I had to look up their names because I couldn't remember from last yep. episode so uh-huh. that's one part I could do without too so we go to Tyler He's wandering, just, just strolling up toward the building. <laughs> they stopped by Yamamoto, who's like, uh, what are you doing? And he's like, I've got a pension check here to give to the Admiral. And, and this is really on Lieutenant here, because he's like, oh. He's such a fucking A idiot. pension yeah. check. Wink, wink. wink. <laughs> You're on a secret spy mission. <laughs> and he's floored later when he realized it wasn't a spy mission. Excuse yeah. me, Tyler, I have to answer my phone. Oh, my car's warranty's about to expire. Wink, wink. <laughs> I get the code, comrade. I, what the Tyler here is also flattering Yamamoto, and I just love it. He just will flatter everyone. Yep. Tyler's great. Inside the house, Yuriko talks a lot of shit to one of the terrorists. Yes. The blonde elf man tries to calm his companion down, but Yuriko just stomps on the orc's foot and then double axe handles him. <laughs> like, yeah. And then just body checks them. I fucking love Yuriko. She's good. Yeah, she is one of my favorite characters on the show. This doesn't work for very long because the elf puts a gun to Gramps' head. And uh, that's when Tyler shows up and says, like, hey, I'm here for the Space Force. I'm a recruit, Tyler. (laughs) Yeah. And then you know what happens next? I have an idea, but tell me. We get a break card. (laughs) Oh. Welcome on into the break card. It's Andy, and I hope you're enjoying this episode, our review of the Im- irresponsible, not amazing. I was about to say amazing. The irresponsible, he's also amazing, Captain Tyler, episode two. God, I'm loving this episode, and I'm loving this show so far. And I hope you are loving our reviews of this particular anime as we are moving through season nine somehow of this show. I want to thank you for your continued support. If you want to do us a big favor and tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, whoever, about our show so we can get those download numbers, we would really appreciate that. You can send them to tuningjapanese.com or you can tell them to look for Tuning Japanese anywhere you can find a podcast. Hey, here's something interesting about our podcast. I just recently did some edits to episode two of season one, our discussions on Excel Saga, and re-released that episode. So if you go back into our archives and you listen to the first two episodes season of season one, episodes one and two, you will find that the audio is much better than when we last left it. We're going to try to spruce up some of those early episodes, so let us know if you go back and listen to it and tell me what you think. Last thing I'll mention is patreon.com slash tuningjapanese, where you can listen to all kinds of bonus episodes. We got over 50 bonus episodes. This includes our series Tuning In, which is one of the favorite things I've ever done for this particular podcast. Aside from Tuning In, you can find all kinds of other bonus episodes. We have a few video episodes up there. We've tackled some really interesting topics, some stuff inside of and outside of the world of anime. Definitely go check that out, patreon.com slash tuningjapanese. I feel like I fumbled my way through this original recording, hopefully make it sound a lot better for you here in the break card, but let's get right back into our review of the irresponsible Captain Tyler. We're back from the break card, and hey, I just want to mention, I don't remember if we talked about this last time. We probably did, and if we did, I'll cut this part. On the break card, it says his name is J.U. Taylor. Yep. 
Did we talk about that last time? No. Okay. Is that just a Japanese spelling error? Yep. Okay. Just checking. Yeah, I assume that was just a, a bit of English. Okay. Just wanted to check, make sure it wasn't missing something. Nope. Hey, it's check time. Payday. Woohoo! <laughs> Everyone is so confused but why someone from the pension office is just randomly here. Um, except the Admiral. He's stoked. Like, Tyler puts it in his hand, and then, like, you just see the old man smile, and he's like, like yeah. ah, money. <laughs> I love money. And I love Tyler here. He's like, don't worry, old man. I'm going to come back, and we'll play chess. And that made me want to play chess with Tyler, too. Oh, Yeah. Money, please. <laughs> <laughs> money, please. <laughs> I love the shot. We get next of the two smiling twins and then just a scowling Yuriko. Yes. As Tyler has the total Vash flirty moment. It's so good. It's just like pan, twin, smile, pan, twin, smile, pan, Yuriko, scowl the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) And then Tyler just goes and sits down. So sits down with the hostages. He's like, excuse me, shouldn't I be handcuffed? (laughs) Because he wants to be handcuffed to her. Yeah. Oh, because he goes. Okay. He goes. If you that. don't have any more handcuffs, you can handcuff me. To her. I'll share it with her. I must have missed that. And then he goes, "Oh no, I guess you do have an extra pair." Well, you know what? That's not really that important. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. We cut back outside. They have new video footage of the hostage. Tyler's just like, <laughs> like they're like talking about how, uh, like, oh no, war and bad and. Don't, you shouldn't, you, you look at the army, you, they already have too many people. Like, look at this guy that just showed up. And <laughs> Tyler's like, nah, they don't have enough soldiers. It's like, <laughs> if, they, if they did, they wouldn't run so many recruitment ads. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't know why everyone doesn't join the army, Tyler, Tyler does. He's like, because the job is super easy. Yeah. You just sit and play video games all day. Yeah. This is when Yamamoto's like, wait a minute, I don't think he's a spy. Yeah. <laughs> Something's not adding up here. <laughs> if only you uh, hadn't gotten distracted earlier, you might have clued in. Guys, this episode is great. <laughs> this episode is so good. It's good. it's just masterful. This is good comedy. Fooly Cooly did not land as well as this. This is this is fantastic. All right, so we back to the terrorists. Yuriko kind of thinks on her feet, and she grabs one of the. This is okay. This is where we get the scene where she yeah. grabs one of the shorts of the twins. And just kind of hikes him up, yep. uh, resulting in in the pervy looks from the two the two fantasy creatures. <laughs> but then she sweeps the leg. Sweep the leg. It doesn't knee to the other dude's face. The guy drops his gun right in front of Tyler, and we have a moment of like, oh, thank God! Now Tyler's going to grab the gun. Yeah, don't you? He's going to hold these guys up. He's going to march uh-huh. them out. It's going to be a peaceful end to this confrontation. Don't you don't you love the uh, smile he gets on his face when Uh-oh. he picks up the gun, and the little <laughs> yeah, here you go. That's a a masterful fake out in that. It's bit. really good. He says you're supposed to return things when people drop them. <laughs> <laughs> no, what a what a kind fellow he apparently is. <laughs> and then we take a turn because the elf takes off his glasses, and then everyone fawns over him, even Tyler. Everybody freaks out. Oh my god! Wow, handsome. This is where the episode goes fucking off the rails. <laughs> Agreed. Like, it's already weird. But, like, it gets so fucking weird from this point on. So outside, the higher-ups are trying to figure out what to do next. They're like, do we just nuke the place? 
Yeah. Yamamoto's like, hmm, I don't know. I need to think about this a little longer. Uh, the answer is no, Yamamoto. Yeah. Shoot a missile at it. Stick with Mifune. He had he uh, had dibs being the first one to contact you. <laughs> Thus is the law. The law of the land. Yep. Uh, so we go back to the elf man. He has sparkles and slow-mo head movement. Uh, and <laughs> I have a quote here, and I can't remember who said it, but it's... Uh, a warrior must not be concerned with his looks. That is the essence of manliness. Was that the elf that said that? No, that was the elf yep. that said it. Oh, no, it wasn't the elf. I guess it, it was. was. It was the elf. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. he, yeah, he did the whole... Well, I, I don't even know how I look. I, I, Why would I need a mirror? I wake. I just wake up this way. <laughs> oh, I fucking love this dude. Bastard. <laughs> and Tyler just starts talking him up. He's like, you are one beautiful man. He's <laughs> like, but Chang, swing... And then we get the weirdest fucking part of the whole episode where the twins are just like, please kill us. We would love to be killed by this handsome one, not this ugly fucker over here. If we gotta die, we at least want the, the handsome man to kill us. If we could be strangled by your long slender fingers. Yeah, yeah. The quote exactly is, we can forgive anything a beautiful person would do. If we could be strangled by your long, graceful fingers, we would die happily. Whoa. <laughs> They're going to go up there like get engaged to prisoners, aren't they? Uh, maybe. <laughs> like, send, send their panties to death row inmates. Oh, no. They're, they're, they're young yet. They don't know. And then it's just like four minutes of roasting the shit out of the orc man. Yeah, for being ugly. <laughs> and while this is going on, they're readying missiles outside. <laughs> I just have to think attack of the killer tomatoes. <laughs> then they... Put makeup on the elf guy. Yeah. He's like, oh, the David Bowie part of this episode. <laughs> right? That's a good one. The more you polish yourself, the more manly you look. I believe is what Tyler says. Somebody says that. I think it was uh, I think it was one of the girls. Oh, okay. That might be. Do we mention the girls' names? No, I never did. Okay. It's uh, Emmy and Yumi. Emmy so and Yumi. It could have been either one who said that. <laughs> Basically the same. Yeah. From the band Puffy Imi Yumi. I mean, that's yes. the way it is with twins, right? Uh. So the orc just goes off about how, no, beauty is guts and soul and passion. Yeah, that's what a man is. And then the machine holding the bomb is like, oh, by the way, they've targeted this building and they're going to blow us up. Yeah. In three minutes. Uh-oh. And then they're like, why would they do that? More social commentary. Why would they possibly hurt civilians in order to stop the bad guys. We don't negotiate with terrorists. So much social commentary. And I love how Tyler turns from flattering the elf to flattering the orc by like just reciting the words back. He's like, you know, guts and soul and passion. That's what makes a man. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tyler is, might be, I could be completely wrong and reading it wrong, but I think he's a bisexual king. Like, I think he's just like... <laughs> He's just, he's going to be my bisexual king, my bisexual anima, anime king. I love him. I'm unaware of this term. <laughs> I mean, I know all those words, maybe not in that order. <laughs> well, the way I wrote it in my notes was, I like how Tyler is just like a weird bisexual kind of lusty Sailor Moon. <laughs> he's all like, you have a beautiful soul and all these things about like how beautiful like people are. It's just, it's so Sailor Moon to be like, <laughs> I trust in you. I believe in you. The beauty within. I can cleanse you. <laughs> let me let me touch you with my moon stick. Tyler is what Vash the Stampede pretends to be. 
but bisexual. Yes, he's bisexual. <laughs> Fash affectations. Okay, he's a hundred percent bi. I'm, I'm. I don't know if he is or not, but I'm. I'm running with it that he's a bi man. <laughs> All right. So the orc cries twin waterfalls, just like uh, Pedro taught him. Apparently, what he talks about how no one understands him except Tyler. Tyler understands him. Yes. Yeah. And then it, it, he's so happy that Tyler understands it. He says, I'm so moved to tears, the tears of a man. And then he he puts the bomb. He hits the button on the bomb. And he's like, no one will ever love or understand me like this again. So we should all just die together. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa, dude. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's like, I think I screwed up. Yeah, that was a little, <laughs> a little dark. Fucking dark. Yeah. Really fucking dark. And Yuriko is pissed. She's not having any of Tyler's shit. She wants her life back. And he says, well, I can't give it back to you, but you could hit me if you want. <laughs> what? Well, you know. Again, while I was trying to grapple with what this anime is, I, I thought maybe this was a, a Vash the Stampede. Like, Tyler's not the idiot he pretends to be. No. But uh-huh. yeah. now I'm starting to think he is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned it, but this is the uh, epic question of the of the series that everybody has to contend with when they watch it. How much of Tyler is stupidity? How much of it is actual genius? Oh, okay. You're supposed to have these thoughts. Okay. Perfect. So maybe I'm not grappling with what this is. Maybe I understand it entirely. <laughs> he hands her a briefcase. <laughs> and he's like, yep. come on, just hit me with it. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> So she doesn't hesitate. She swings it. He ducks. It hits the orc. Duck. The bomb goes flying out the window, and we get a big old plume of explosion outside the window. Right. A rainbow of boom. And the orc is so sad because all he wanted to do was die. But Tyler says, no, you should keep on living because maybe yeah. good things could happen. So the orc yes. says, yeet, and jumps out the window. <laughs> Nothing says I want to live like diving out the window of a building. <laughs> the orc didn't buy that. The orc wants to die. And <laughs> he lands right on Yamamoto. <laughs> he does! He lands on Yamamoto, which breaks his fall. Uh, we do cut to the Ralgons briefly. And Yamamoto's collarbone. <laughs> Rub- <laughs> Rhubarb's like, the last thing I heard was Tyler. Hmm, I must learn more about him. <laughs> <laughs> this is important. And Tyler shouts down at Yamamoto, and he's like, Hey, good job! You did it! Everyone's safe! <laughs> and that's when uh, he gets smashed by by the orc. Yuriko asks if the offer to hit Tyler is still open. <laughs> and she clocks him. <laughs> and our last shot is of the building and a soda ad, and Yamamoto wanting to know, Who is Tyler? Mm, question of the day. Well, who is Tyler? Who is Tyler? And that's episode two of the Irresponsible Captain Tyler. Uh, this is the part of the episode where we quickly, because we have seven minutes left in the call, talk about our thoughts. I'll start since it's my episode. Fucking brilliant episode. I love this. This is this is fantastic. This is better than anything Fooly Cooly did and is thankfully... Between this and a couple of the other anime that I've been kind of dipping my toes into, like more recent anime, 
this is this is very good and I'm I'm enjoying it and I'm interested to see what happens especially because in the preview to the next episode it's like oh yeah by the way he's a captain now and I'm like what <laughs> already he was just a recruit so the schmoozing apparently works I love it I love Tyler Tyler's a fantastic character I like these side characters um the raw guns are stupid I'm getting a cross vibe so I'm in <laughs> <laughs> I I love it. I love it. It was a great episode. This was fantastic. You're not wrong that this is better than uh, Fooly Cooly. Our bar is pretty low. <laughs> uh, I'm enjoy. I don't know what's happening yet. I'm not really sure what I'm supposed <laughs> to be feeling. But we didn't know that for Excel either. Yeah, but I don't hate it. For good or ill, like I don't mean this positive or negative. Just, just I mean it. This is one of the most animes that I've ever seen anime. <laughs> nice. It is very tropey. Like, like it is doing. It is animating as hard as it can. Matt, thoughts on this episode? I never thought about the uh, harder hitting uh, questions posed in this episode, so uh, it's gone up in my estimation among the uh, other episodes of the series. Does it stay this weird? Oh yeah, excellent. That's what I want to hear. <laughs> I think by episode four, you're going to both be of the solid opinion that you're totally down with this show. Fair enough. Like I said, we'll it, it's not, I like that there's harder hitting social commentary, but it, it does seem like a little bit of a, of a whiplash when you get into that. And then, like I said, at this point, I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on with it. Like, what am I supposed to be getting out right. of it? Right. For sure. Matt, I have a question for the both of you. When Tyler first appeared, Emmy and Yumi asked if he was going to solve their problems. So what do you think? Do you think uh, Tyler's going to end up solving their problems? Not just their problems, but all the problems? I I hope that he brings them along somehow. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, he kind of does solve their problems, though. He brings the pension check. He brings the... He fixes that issue. And, and, and the whole hostaging. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Leave this war to me, he says in the first episode, so maybe he'll even solve that problem. I'm starting to think he is a super lucky idiot. Yes. He has points in some sort of luck thing. That's yeah. for sure. Yes, yes. Uh, we'll get uh, deeply uh, into that sometime in the future. His voice actor, Crispin Freeman, has uh, has some great ideas on the subject, which I hope we'll be able to get to. We will probably get to that at some point. He's a lot less edgier version of Longshot. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes and more fingers uh all right so are you sure uh maybe i don't know hey so that's our episode next time we'll be back with episode three which is titled the ship sets sail but misgivings remain and that's a bill episode yarp 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 but until then matt send us home buddy and this has been Tuning Japanese, the podcast where three dudes in their 40s talk about anime. Hey ho, I'm Matt. If I have to be killed by anyone, let it be the handsome one. Something like that. I'm Andy. <laughs> and Matt's burp just moved me to tears. The tears of a oh. man. I'm Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Kisses. <laughs> Don't kiss me with that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information on our show, visit tuningjapanese.com, where you can find links to our past eight seasons of the show, bonus episodes, and articles. You can also contact us on social media. 
visit facebook.com slash tuningjapanese for updates, tweet at us at tuningjapanese, and email us your feedback and comments at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please consider supporting our show by leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to today's episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, or any other number of podcatchers. You can also go to patreon.com slash tuningjapanese and support the show monetarily. There you can find bonus episodes and our special audio series, Tuning In, where we provide first impressions on a number of popular anime series. Special thanks to our Patreon supporters, Ryan Nash and Matthew Van Diver. must not be concerned with his looks. That is the essence of manliness. Oh, no. Looks are part of being a man. And with yours, I'm surprised you aren't a model or a movie star or something like that. Come on. Looking at you, I bet you spend an hour in front of the mirror every morning. Don't you? Certainly not. Really? That's amazing. I wouldn't think you'd look so good otherwise. What use would I have for a mirror? That's enough. Don't let him trick you. Now, now, just hold on there. I mean, if you have to be killed, wouldn't you prefer the handsome one to do it? You got that right. I want this one to kill me, too. Oh, dear. We can forgive anything a beautiful person might do. If we could be strangled by your long, graceful fingers, we would die happily. All right, fine. If you want to die so badly, I'll oblige you. You be quiet. If you're naughty, you won't get fed. Who do you think you are anyway? A man's looks are everything. Do you think you even have any looks? Ugly men don't exist in this world. Even if they do, they're not real men. They're less than human. Girls, please stop criticizing. At least explain how he's short and bow-legged and all the other details that make him so very ugly. But still, a man's face is most important. Right?